Hi guys, it's Jean-Paul van Oudheusde here. And in this episode of Stock Break, I'll be analyzing the cybersecurity stock Palo Alto Networks for you. Before I do so, there's two things I'd like to mention. Firstly, the presentation that I'm about to show you is for educational purposes only and should not be considered as an investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer for a solicitation to buy or sell any financial instrument. And secondly, if you like what we do at eToro, then please subscribe to our channel. It's available on YouTube and in your favorite podcast app to receive many more updates from us. Now, Palo Alto Networks. In September 2021, Goldman Sachs attracted my attention with the launch of a future tech leader equity ETF. Goldman Sachs Asset Management, or GSAM as it's called, composed a list of 50 companies with a market cap at the time well below 100 billion US dollars, which they believe may be able to enter the top league of IT companies in the years to come. In hindsight, the timing has been a bit unfavorable. Tech stocks went down, particularly in 2022, as you will remember. And the performance of the ETF was minus 37% in slightly less than two years from the start at inception. But there's always companies on such lists that stand out. And Palo Alto Networks has been one of them. Over the same period, the stock returned plus 59%. That makes me remember that Billy Ocean once sang, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. With a performance like this, this is a company that you want to know more about. Now, if we look at the list of largest independent IT security companies year to date, Palo Alto Networks is at the top with a market cap of 77.5 billion US dollars. But back in 2021, when the ETF was launched, there was a top league of six companies that were close to each other. Palo Alto Networks, Fortinet, CrowdStrike, Cloudflare, Zscaler, and Okta, which has now fallen out of the top six and has been replaced by Checkpoint Software. Remember that name because I'll come back to that in a minute. Now, the history of Palo Alto Networks uh, is made to a large extent by two guys from the current leadership team. It's the CEO, Nikesh Arora, and the CTO, Nir Zouk. Nikesh Arora is an ambitious man. He is by origin Indian-American. He was in the early days the former number four at Google, but he wanted more. So he moved over to SoftBank, where he became the number two. But when the founder told him, you know, I want to stay on for longer, Nikesh Aurora didn't stay. And he joined Palo Alto Networks in 2018. Nia Zouk, Israeli-American, founded Palo Alto back in 2005. And the juicy part of that story is that he used to work for the Israeli company Checkpoint Software, where he was an engineer. But he didn't think the pace of development went rapid enough, so he started his own company. But for Checkpoint Software, you saw it, they still make the list and they're still relevant to the segment. My colleague Sam North 
recently conducted an interview with Mr. Jill Sweat, the CEO and co-founder of Checkpoint Software. And that's the nice part of eToro. It's all available on our channel. So this conversations with leaders video, please check it out as well. Now, analyzing the company Palo Alto, what product do they sell? They protect companies uh, against cyber attacks. And, you know, time is too short in a video like this to go all into detail. But I like this slide from the company presentation, the Investor Day presentation from 2021 in particular, because it outlines the strategy in a very simplistic way. They want to have zero trust when analyzing security. And they have three pillars. They protect your network. So also your hardware. They protect your cloud and they protect your security operations yeah, from, from all angles. And that is new. Before this, company thought, you know, when protecting part of the company, I go to a specialist, but Palo Alto wants to build an integrated platform to differentiate from competitors. And here you can see how they do it. Particularly when Nikesh Aurora arrived, they have done many acquisitions in total. Also the years before him, it's now 19. And they add small startup companies to the platform. They integrate it in their platform to always stay ahead of the dangers that the outside world provides to companies. So you could say Palo Alto Network is truly a platform innovation leader with many product releases over time. Now, on top of that, if you analyze the company, Palo Alto Networks has been an early user of generative AI. Everyone's talking about AI these days, but I'm particularly looking for used cases. Now, I can tell you Palo Alto is definitely one of them. And you'll see later on why that is so important. Now, with that having said, this is really a company that we want to know more about. Because the uh, generative AI also at Palo Alto brings productivity and efficiency. Some tasks that they used to do in two weeks are now conducted in four hours. And that is where you want to be as a company. Now, obviously, we're here as investors. So having a look at the Palo Alto share price over the last 10 years, it's been doing well. It generated over a thousand percent return in slightly more than 10 years when it was listed on the stock exchange. And that comes down to an annual growth rate of 25.1%. Obviously, it's important. This presentation is made today and these kind of numbers may change over time when you look at this video at a later point in time. Part two is have a look at the fundamentals. And we start with the revenue. Well, revenue is in line with the stock price performance, a compounded annual growth rate of 26%, albeit that this is taken over the last seven years. And this is a growth line that is yeah, uh, typical for a growth company. But it's not only growth. They do something that is very difficult to copy. 
And that you can see from the gross margin that Palo Alto generates. It's around 70%. It has been around 17% for the last seven years. It's come down slightly in recent years, but it's still very decent and much higher than you see for many other companies. The operating expenses in recent years have gone up, but I told you they have a strategy of uh, taking over companies. They need to be integrated and also the people who work there, they want to stay and eh, to keep them on board. So they have to pay them. The operating expenses have gone up to a level of around 4 billion US in 2022. But now this is important. Palo Alto Networks has been investing uh, they've made a loss in recent years till last year. That is where they turned profitable. In the last four quarters, they had a plus. Uh, the last quarter, they made more than 100 million US dollars in net income. And the series of quarterly profits um, lately have meant that Palo Alto has been included in the S&P 500 index as of 20 June, 2023. So that's only a couple of weeks ago. And that's obviously raises even more interest from investors. Now let's have a look at the financial ratios and the relative performance, starting with the price earnings ratio. And I want to remember that if you're new to these kind of ratios, please visit the eToro Academy for an explanation of all the jargon that is often used when talking about investing. Now, the PE ratio, yeah, for growth companies, this is usually uh, pretty high and Palo Alto is no exception to that. The recent price to earnings ratio is around 50 times, which is higher than the industry average, but again, Growth at the moment is higher than the industry average. If you want to compare it historically, once we saw a price earnings ratio of 78 times and a low of 26 times. So that immediately gives you the impression it's quite volatile. Looking at the price to sales ratio, yeah, that's on the high side of the range that we've seen in the last five years, 12 times price to sales is relatively high and that means that there's a lot of pressure on the company to show growth performance and net income. The debt to equity ratio that we usually look to doesn't apply so much to IT companies. So I'd rather look at the net debt. They do have uh, debt, but they also hold a lot of cash on their balance sheet. If we look at the net debt that is hovering around the zero million and that's uh, reasonable for a company like Palo Alto Networks. Now the relative performance, we never look at one company, but we also look at competitors and we try to give you a balanced picture. What you see here, if you look at the price performance over the last five years, Fortinet has done better than Palo Alto. They became profitable sooner. They were entering the game sooner. If you would have a look at this picture for the last year, then Palo Alto stands out. But Fortinet may be another company that you want to have a look to. And for sake of comparison, I also dotted here the line for Checkpoint software. 
that you can learn more about in this Conversation with Leaders episode. Interesting fact, Palo Alto Networks first listed in 2012 on the New York Stock Exchange, but they changed listing to the NASDAQ in 2021, where also companies like Fortinet and Checkpoint Software are listed. So investors have better comparison on one exchange. The final part of this video is about the challenges and the opportunities, the risks yeah, and the chances for the company. And let's start with the challenges for Palo Alto. Well, they protect companies against cyber attacks, which means that Palo Alto needs to say, stay ahead of hackers at all times. And that is every day a more complex task. From a recent company presentation, they say in the period that they talk about, they had 36 billion events that they needed to check out um, that delivered 133 alerts of which 125 they could analyze in an automated way and eight they have to do manual. And luckily uh, there were zero major incidents, but that is clearly where the risk sits. If they have one major break of the system, uh, clients and also investors may lose confidence in the company. Here on this slide, you also see the application of AI. Palo Alto uses more than a thousand AI models to keep the cost low and still uh, analyze all the security risks. A second challenge is to stay ahead of the competition and continuously innovate by this acquisition strategy. The latest acquisition was late 2022, a company called Cider Security for 300 million. And there you see the strategy that Palo Alto Network uses. They pay in cash, but they also give the uh, newcomers to the company Palo Alto stock to keep them hungry and stay on board and perform. And that strategy has paid out at least in the recent years. But the challenge for Palo Alto is also to integrate all these companies into one single platform, which is easier said than done. Now, a third challenge, I showed you the list of independent IT security companies, but there's also companies, uh, competition from big tech firms like Microsoft. Early this year, Microsoft said that the security arm they have is now generating 20 billion in revenues per year. So competition doesn't only come from other independent firms. The fourth and last challenge that I'd like to mention here is a short-term risk, I would say, and that's the macro environment. Obviously, we've all seen that the Fed has been hiking interest rates to a very high level, historically a high level of over 5%. And that could give macroeconomic headwinds to the economy. It could slow growth. And also Palo Alto Network may notice that from clients that they want to postpone certain investments. However, digitalization is continuing. Cybersecurity is, I think, a very important risk that everyone wants to tackle. So if there's headwind that would cause a slower growth, I personally think that may be temporary. Now opportunities, and I have five 
for you, opportunities for invest investors. I mentioned already this trend of digitalization. This transformation is going on. There's many consultants that provide you with figures. I show you here one chart, but there are many others. Uh, this one is from Polaris Market Research that projects a future growth in the coming decade. When thinking about this trend, I always remember a quote by Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft. He said a couple of years back, today, 5% of the world GDP is spent on tech. tech. And in 10 years time, that percentage may be going to 10%. Well, with that digitalization trend, also cybersecurity is set to grow further. Here you see this back in the recent numbers, macroeconomic headwinds, companies are postponing certain investments, budgets have tightened in Q1 of 2023, but in cybersecurity, the sector has still grown, seen revenue growth of 12.5%. And here on the right-hand side, you see Palo Alto Network has above average growth, but also companies like Fortinet and CrowdStrike. So they definitely don't have a monopoly. They have to fight for uh, the client's business in competition. And in the middle, you see that the growth of cybersecurity is worldwide. All regions see uh, this kind of uh, growth currently. Yeah. Now, another opportunity for Palo Alto Network, you see them topping the list of market cap at the moment. Uh, they have a very good market share worldwide and they may opt for market leadership with this one integrated platform. And you see that back when looking at the large accounts. Palo Alto Network focuses on the more complex security businesses, uh, large companies, governments, other institutions. And when you look at the accounts, uh, they see particularly a lot of growth in the accounts that pay them more than 10 million US dollars each year. It's only 25 accounts, but it's growing rapidly. And market leadership may mean that others who have to decide will choose for the market leader. Uh, with these contracts that they close, there is also, and that is very good to know, uh, a high remaining performance obligation. Servicing contracts is recurring income and the remaining performance obligation of Palo Alto Network, the latest figures stood at 9.2 billion US dollars. Now, a fourth opportunity is further consolidation in the sector. Uh, companies themselves, security companies may wish to do that, but also clients are looking for consolidation. I said it earlier. Uh, first, they looked for every particular situation to a specialist, but now there are integrated platforms. Clients can save costs with bringing more business to one or a few um, uh, suppliers and Palo Alto is definitely in pole position to be one of them. Now, the last opportunity I'd like to highlight is the international expansion. You already saw there's a need for cybersecurity across the globe. Currently, revenues at Palo Alto particularly come from the US, with Europe, Middle East and Africa being second and Asia Pacific and Japan third. 
And international expansion is definitely uh, something where Palo Alto can derive more revenues and uh, ultimately also more profit from. Now, looking ahead, the estimated revenues that you see here are for the period from 2023 to 2027, and is based on analysts who look after Palo Alto network stock. Uh, in this period, it's believed that the uh, estimated compounded annual growth rate is at 20.5%. So it's slightly lower than we have seen uh, in the recent past, but uh, it's still higher than many other companies. Now I have to say, if you look at these estimates, if you look at, uh, for example, a year of 2024, there is some 40 analysts contributing to these estimates. If you look at uh, 2026 and 27, that's based on perhaps two or three analysts. Yeah? That's important to keep that in mind. Um, the shorter uh, years are often more crowded in terms of uh, estimates. Now, if we do not only look at revenues, but also at other metrics, uh, between 2003 or between the actuals in 2002 and 2003 till 2027, you see that the earnings per share are currently uh, lately reported as $2.5 uh, dollars per stock is set to grow to uh, 10 US dollars in 2027. And that kind of numbers you can play around with when you try to value the company yourself. If you combine this estimated, it's an estimation, it's an estimated earnings per share with the price earnings chart that I showed you sooner. Yeah? Palo Alto has an average price earnings ratio over the last five years of 50 times. Uh, but this obviously could move up and could move down. And so you can make a very simple, basic analysis yourself and decide your opinion on the stock. Now, that brings me to the summary of cybersecurity stock Palo Alto Networks. It's a global leader in the cybersecurity industry, aiming to continually deliver innovation to enable security digital transformation. Cybersecurity has become a primary need for many to secure the continuation of their operations. And Palo Alto Network stands out. They aim to be the first cybersecurity company with a $100 billion market cap. They're presently at $77 billion. The company continues and expands its platform through acquisitions. That's a differentiator ready to lead during a possible consolidation phase. But there's also risks. risks coming from hackers primarily, they get more and more sophisticated and form a continuous threat to the business model of a cybersecurity company. One break may make a lot of differences. Shares of high growth companies are often traded at high valuation multiples. And that's important to realize continuously. Slower growth expectations in years to come may lead to an above price average share price volatility, both ways. I hope you like what we're doing. If you like these kind of videos from me and my colleagues at eToro, then please subscribe to our channel, YouTube, your favorite podcast app, 
and we will be back to you with a lot more content shortly. Thanks for watching. A lot of success with your own investment and see you next time. Bye-bye.